Hey, before we get started today, I want to just let you know real quick that I put together a resource for you. I get a lot of questions around building a membership. How do you start a private membership, a video-based membership, a private community? And so I put together a quick guide that will equip you with the knowledge and strategies to start and grow a successful membership-based business. I'll go into all of the stuff there uh, to really captivate your online community, monetize your content, and most of all, on the business side, generate recurring revenue. And so all you need to do is head over to the show notes. There's a link there. It's really easy. Subscribepage.io slash membership guide. If that's a mouthful, hard to type, just head over to the show notes, click the link, and away you go. Grab that free resource. I hope it serves you well. And I will see you in this episode. Let's go. Hey, welcome to episode 106 of the Coffee with Creators podcast. My name is Rob Balasavis. I'm the host of this podcast. Really glad to have you here. It has been a minute since I've actually uploaded and published an episode. The last episode was published on, uh, uh, on June... 7th. And so that was 13 days ago, almost two weeks ago, I was in Boise, Idaho for the ConvertKit conference. And if you go back to that episode, it actually says that this is part that was part one of my I guess my trip, or my podcast, uh, you know, episode does part one. And I was looking at it. And I actually had some thoughts for the next episode. But I thought I had to serve this community. I want to serve you guys properly and not put a part one without a part two at least. And so today is going to be part two of that uh, series, that really mini series of my trip to Boise, Idaho for ConvertKids conference. And I want to share some of the things that I learned there. I learned a whole lot. Um, yeah, and I'm going to go into that into, you know, into a few of those things. I want to share about five or six things that I learned the ConvertKit conference that's really going to serve you, the content creator, with your business. There's a lot that was shared, a lot that was shared from the stage. Some of the folks that I had time to uh, really connect with, you know, have lunch with, have dinners with, uh, with some of the uh, creators, the industry professionals, you know, influencers, and folks just in the creator economy. I want to share that with you guys today, and hopefully it will be something that inspires you or something you can take away and apply to your own business. But regardless, I just want to share some of those findings and some of those learnings with you. And so I hope you're doing well. I hope you have your coffee. This is the name of the podcast. After all is coffee with content creators. I have a medium cup of, uh, you know, Tim Horns double double right now. Um, today, just so you guys know, is June 20th. It is Tuesday, June 20th. And I am uh, off to Los Angeles tomorrow, actually Anaheim, Los Angeles first, then I go to Anaheim um, for VidCon. And so that'll be a whole nother experience. And I'll be definitely share some of the things that I've learned there in a future episode. But that's going to be where I'm going to be for the next few days. And so uh, with the uh, sort of housekeeping all done, let's jump into this episode um, and uh, let's let's talk about the ConvertKit conference. All right, so ConvertKit, Craft & Commerce. This was my first year attending Craft & Commerce. 
Uh, this is my first year ever being my first time being at Boise in Boise, Idaho. I think I shared that in the last episode. Had a really good time. Boise, by the way, is a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, really nice and peaceful, quiet, just totally different from Vancouver or Los Angeles or, you know, any of the big cities, Austin, Texas. Um, yeah, it was just a really nice experience. There are people were super friendly. So big thank you to the entire Boise <laughs> community um, and uh, at least the people that I got to meet there, some of the locals at the restaurants and cafes and at the hotel and, and stuff like that. Just a really awesome, awesome, very, very friendly place. Definitely go back again. Um, so some of the things I shared that, that I learned and, and kind of picked up, I basically when I go to conferences, what I like to do is I have a Google sheet, a Google Doc, and I just it's I just dump notes. I, d- I dump uh, pictures, um, you know, slides from the stage, uh, photos with people that I got to meet. Um, and it's a bit of a sort of a diary, sort of a journal when I travel for conferences so that I can go back to it. I actually then go back. Uh, when I get back home, I take some time to clean it up, you know, add in some things, some context that I remember. Uh, because, you know, usually when I'm, I'm at the conference itself or during the actual trip, I'm just, I'm just, you know, putting down words and, and things that I remember and sort of chicken scratch notes. And so I can understand them, but I go back home and I try to clean it up, you know, sort of put, put the bullet points and, you know, uh, you know, the header text and, and stuff like that, um, titles and things like that, you know, so that, um, you know, I can share it with the team, right? I want to report back to the team, kind of what I learned, because there's a lot, but, you know, if I just, go there, go to these conferences and and learn a bunch of stuff and make a bunch of connections and sort of keep it to myself. It's really kind of not really the best use of the time. But so I like to go back and share it with the entire team. Um, you know, I may even take uh, sort of record a, a bit of a, a, a video, you know, using Tela or Loom and um, kind of explain through and talk through some of the things that I some of my notes um, to add some context and really give it full value uh, for uh, some of the team members, especially that, you know, may find a lot of value in specific learnings. And so that's how, that's what just what I like to do. And so I have a I have a Google sheet here, uh, Google Doc, uh, sorry, sheet doc. It's a document. Um, and um, yeah, I just made a bunch of notes here. And so I wanted to share maybe about five or six things that I learned uh, while I'm there. And uh, that would be hopefully, like I said, uh, valuable to you, uh, you know. And so the first thing um, when I got there, actually flying in, <laughs> let's not even when we land, but flying in actually on the plane, I like to listen to podcasts. And so I was, I was looking for new podcasts to listen to. And I came across this podcast called capitalism.com podcast. Um, and really just a random idea at a, an event. And I've seen it at some events, actually, where, um, you know, uh, somebody didn't really have a fancy booth. But what they would do is they would set up a podcast booth, a podcast st- station. And they would just have a podcast station there. Maybe they'd, they'd have a maybe a banner with their company name. Um, and they would just interview the speakers as the speakers came out, invite the speakers to be interviewed at the podcast at their booth and, you know, record it for the podcast. It was a great way to network and it created a lot of buzz. Right. People would then kind of, you know, it's kind of like bees and honey. And so uh, is that the right word? You know what I mean? But, you know, it was kind of like there'd be a lot of people that would kind of crowd around, and say, oh, what's happening here? What's happening here? There's, you know, somebody getting interviewed. Who are they? Right. 
And so I thought it was just a really good idea. So I noted that down in my in my uh, document here uh, for future uh, ideas and use. And so, you know, if you're if you're doing a lot of conferences, it might be an idea that you want to apply as well is having a podcast booth at your podcasting station at your booth. And just inviting the speakers, inviting your customers that may be in town or at the conference or inviting your um, your customers or partners, right? Uh, you may even want to just even interview some of your team members, maybe your executives or people that you don't get to see because maybe you work remotely, for example, you know? That could apply to us at Uscreen as well. <laughs> uh, and so that's that's one of the first things, actually, I just picked up. Not even from the conference or the trip, just from a podcast. And so the, one of the things I got to meet, one of the guys I got to meet there was Matt Garland. He's the CEO of SPI Media, which is a company that um, actually is probably more uh, familiar to you if you're familiar with Pat Flynn. And um, got to meet them, got to learn about his, um, you know, their business. They have a subscription-based business. They have three offerings, three tiers. They have a regular $59 a month uh, membership. And then they also have they also have a $99 a month membership right? Sort of an upgrade to the, so that's, there's the regular at $59. There's the pro membership at $99. And I believe they have a higher ticket um, sort of MBA or professional program at $299 a month. Um, also, by the way, shout out to my man, Finley Robinson, who, uh, along with his wife, Brooke Robinson, um, uh, run be Tribal Fit, which is a really successful membership. It's a fitness membership um, that actually uses Uscreen as well. And he's a good friend of mine. And he's the one that actually introduced us, um, introduced me to Matt Garland um, because he saw that we were both attending the ConvertKit conference. And so one of the things that really stood out to me was when Matt said that they like to think of their offering as a community, as a service. Never heard that term before community as a service. And so really the main driver of their business, their membership is the community. Isn't that cool? That is so cool to me. You know, a lot of people were talking about community all the time, such a buzzword, but um, they have really turned it into a business. That's really what they go for. And so I thought that that was a really cool um, just way of looking at their business, um, you know, and how they had about a few years ago, they had course offerings, so they sold individual courses, and they kind of saw this tide shifting in the industry where people didn't, you know, the courses, the individual courses wasn't really going to last very long. And so they shifted into a membership-based business, including now a community and all that. Um, and so it wasn't just people weren't just coming for the courses and the content. People were coming for this experience to be around like-minded people, this community. And so they look at their business as a community, as a service. And so that was really cool. So um, that's the first thing. I think I, I would definitely encourage you out there to look at your community, not just as a, you know, a Facebook group or some something like that, where it's kind of like, just a newer version of an email list, you know, um, and really look at your community as a way to serve your audience. So really, you know, almost your primary offering is your community, right? And so um, that was a really good learning from uh, from Matt. Um, the next, as I scroll down here, 
<clears throat> big thank you to the folks at ConvertKit. I got an invite to their mastermind um, just a day before uh, the event with about 30 other creators. And so that was really fun. <laughs> I had a blast, actually. They did a great job. Um, and Nathan Barry, who is uh, the founder and CEO of ConvertKit, um, you know, was talking about the uh, idea of flywheels and how a flywheel should really take your efforts sort of as a singular effort and uh, compound your effort the more you do it. So one example of this was his uh, content idea flywheel where, you know, again, ConvertKit is primarily the way that you may look at ConvertKit is that it's an email marketing tool. And so, for example, if you got a new subscriber, you would then send them a thank you email and you would ask them a question. You'd say, hey, thank you. I uh, got a question for you. What's a struggle in your business? What's a struggle that I can help you with? And then that that the the new subscriber will email back, reply, or maybe fill out a form um, with a response. Here's my struggles. Here's my pain points. Here's you know my my challenges around whatever topic it is. And so then you take those responses and you create more content around it, right? Content to answer and solve those pain points whether it's on social, on YouTube, on a podcast. And then during that episode or that video or that piece of content, you then you then encourage people, the listeners or viewers, to, uh, to subscribe to your newsletter. And then you get more new subscribers. And then new subscribers will then get um, the welcome email asking them what their struggles are and they respond. And then you create more content it's over and over and over again. And so that's a content flywheel, content idea flywheel. So you just come up with endless ideas that way, right? Directly from people that are experiencing uh, those pain points. And so um, that really got me thinking about different flywheels, right? Um, you know, flywheels for what I do, you know, whether it's creating podcast episodes, um, flywheels for uh, growing an email newsletter, what's my flywheel for generating more, um, you know, partnership um, opportunities, um, flywheels for, you know, getting more uh, opportunities to be a guest on different podcasts, right? Um, and things like that. So, so the idea of flywheels, I think, is beautiful and something that I am think, like really thinking hard about and uh, definitely encourage you to think about as well. As you look at your business, what are the different flywheels where, you know, you kind of take these scattered ideas and the next step would be to turn those scattered ideas into a system, a linear system where you go from, you know, start to big uh start start to end but then you take that linear linear system right start and end and make it into a loop right that's the idea if, if, I, if i'm just totally talking in like a different language and it doesn't it is not this isn't like connecting with you let me know please let me know because i want to make sure that this is something you fully understand because it it, it really changed everything in my mind when you take your strategy from a scattered strategy into a linear strategy and then into a flywheel loop strategy, right? When you figure that out, 
I think that's the game changer with anything that you're doing, whether it's like trying to get on more podcasts, trying to grow your YouTube channel, trying to grow your membership, trying to get more me- more members into your membership, trying to grow your email list, whatever it is, taking that scattered strategy to linear to a flywheel loop strategy, right? That's a real game changer. Hey, real quick little break here to say thank you to the sponsor of this podcast today, which is our good friends over at StreamYard. You guys know I love StreamYard. StreamYard is the best live streaming platform out there by far, hands down. You know, I don't know all the cool words to say now. Uh, You know, no cap. Um, StreamYard is my go-to. I love StreamYard. I've been using them for years. It is uh, the best way to really live stream, to look professional, to have overlays, share your screen, invite guests, uh, live stream on multiple platforms, even record your podcast episodes, you know, even, you know, videos for your courses and memberships. You could use StreamYard for so many things. You know, I love StreamYard. I'm actually going to be hanging out with them at VidCon. Um, a shout out to Franz. Shout out to Joanne. Um, from the StreamYard team. Looking forward to seeing them at VidCon. But hey, in the meantime, make sure if you have not yet, make sure you download. uh, Sorry, not download. You don't need to download. It's all browser-based. So anywhere you are, even on your phone, you can use StreamYard. Okay? Um, So make sure you go ahead and check out a free trial of StreamYard. Uh, There's a link in the show notes. And that's all. That is the ad for today. That is the ad break. Let's get back to the episode. All right? So that is one of the things I learned. I, lo- I learned a lot from Nathan Berry. So props to Nathan. Amazing. Uh, so shout out to Nathan over there. So I, I learned a whole lot from him there. Um, I'm just going to scroll down here. Um, there was a really good session by Alan Grummert. I want to say. Uh, uh, l- hold on. Let me see. I'm just actually opening this up because I, I could totally be getting this wrong. Oh my gosh. No, it's not Alan. It's Allie Grummert. Okay. She's an email marketing strategist and conversion copywriter. Allie, if you're listening to this, I am so sorry if I totally massacred your last, your first name there. Uh, again, typo on, on my sheet. So Allie, A-L-L-E-A Grummert. Okay. Um, and she just had a really quick reminder. Super simple reminder. Some things when it comes to your email, when you're growing your email list, uh, show your face. Make it a very welcoming uh, experience when somebody subscribes to your newsletter. And then also give instructions of what to do next, what to expect, where to connect with you. Um, you know, and then gather valuable information, valuable data, right? Ask one question. Do a one-question survey as part of your flywheel, just as I was talking earlier right? When you have a lead magnet, people download it. There's a thank you email. In that email, do a one-question survey. If you guys want to see this in action, actually, uh, head over to the show notes and download my guide to launching a profitable membership. And you'll see what that, what that looks like. That one-question survey is really important um, because that, that keeps the loop, that gets the loop started of understanding what are the pain points, what are the other things that you can create content around, right? Okay, scrolling down, a couple more I want to share with you before we wrap up today. Um, man, you guys could just got to connect with this gentleman named Terry Rice, okay? Terry Rice. You got to connect with Terry Rice. 
Um, he is amazing. <laughs> He's awesome. Um, one of the things that I learned from him was in his presentation, he was talking about most people create a core product. And with just a little bit more effort and strategy and thinking, you can turn your core product into a profit multiplier. And a lot of people don't think about profit multipliers. And so what that means, I'm trying to pull up the screen here. So what that means is, let's just say you are consulting a startup, right? If you consult a startup, you're consulting one startup. But with the same effort, or maybe a little bit more effort, you can start approaching venture capitalist firms, right? And then you get to consult all of the companies in their portfolio, all the startups in their portfolio, right? It's one example. So there's the core product of doing consultations for one startup, or you do a profit multiplier where you put a little bit more effort and you approach VC firms to then consult all of the companies that are in their portfolio, right? Another example here is, if you sell online courses, you may sell it to individuals. Maybe you're going after individuals, but a profit multiplier of that core product would be if you sold an online course to organizations, right? So if you sold to an organization, they had 100, 200, you know, employees or members that want to take your course, then you're, you know, for a little, for just a little bit more effort, you are multiplying your profit exponentially. Right. There's also, uh, you know, the last example here that he shared was if you are teaching a small or, or you're, you're teaching a single e-commerce company how to manage their social media, you could do it that way. Right. Single core product. Or you could have a profit multiplier where you're teaching a branding agency how to manage Instagram ads for all of their clients. Right. And so now you have access through the agency, the branding agency, access to multiple clients that you can then, you know, be the white labeled consultant for when it comes to Instagram ads, right? So that, those are just some ways to look at like, okay, here's what I'm doing today. How can I multiply? <laughs> you know, how can I reach more people with the same amount of effort? And so that's just one of the things Terry Rice shared. Head over to LinkedIn if you're not yet connected with Terry Rice. Okay, look him up. Um, I got I to gotta give a shout out to my guy, Justin Moore. <laughs> Justin Moore is awesome. I saw a video of him literally doing the worm um, at the closing party of the ConvertKit conference. Um, I was already on the plane and uh, I had left early because I wanted to get home. It ended on a Saturday and I just, you know, as soon as the, the sessions were done on a Saturday, I, I headed to the airport and I flew back home, got home late Saturday night, but then I was looking, Justin stayed with his wife, got to meet his wife. Um, really, really, really nice um, dinner that we had with Jay Klaus as well. And um, yeah, and <laughs> anyways, just, Justin stayed till Sunday the, the next day. And uh, I just saw that there's clips, there's stories um, on, on Instagram um, of the party the closing party and Justin's just like doing the worm, you know, uh, like this is such a pro, such a hilarious guy, super nice guy, super, super smart as well. Uh, so if you're not connected with Justin, make sure you connect with him. He is all about sponsorships. He knows sponsorships inside and out. So make sure you connect with Justin. And so he was just talking really about this 
his his strategy it's called the trojan strategy <laughs> of really identifying your niche right and so you know t means what do you believe is true right r do your research right ask people research until you find opposing theories o in the trojan o outline how you would do it so have a mind map outline you know until it feels like a real opportunity. I think that's a really good, really, really important part. You know, you could look at any topic and you'd be like, hey, that's going to be my niche. That's going to be my niche right there. But is there an opportunity there? Is there a real opportunity to create a business around this thing? You got to make sure that there is, okay? You got to make sure that there's actually an opportunity. Um, and so outline that opportunity. Jay, just jump into it. Don't dip your toes, make a splash, right? A, analyze. Is it really working? You know, what are the success metrics, right? This is something I think about all the time. What are the success metrics? How would I measure success? If I did this thing, if I went all in, how would I measure success? How would I know that it failed? How would I know that it's working and to keep on going, right? So that's what you want to do. Um, and then N, nurture, right? Nurture it, nurture it. New things take time, right? So nurture. So, um, you know, Justin had a really good point too. I love, I love quotes. I'm a quotes guy. I love quotes. And so he said, being good isn't enough. You need to be recognized. <laughs> so true. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's been said in many different ways uh, by many different people. Um, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are if nobody knows about you, right? Same thing. Being good isn't good enough. You need to be recognized. You do need to be known, right? And so, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. So, um, yeah, so I think that's that's really fantastic. Um, we got to meet Costin Castella. He all he runs Pro Class, um, and uh, brilliant guy. Not much to say here in this episode, other than go check him out. Pro Class, ProClass.com. He also has PlayersTV.com. Really cool guy. He's based in Boise, Idaho, and he runs really successful uh, YouTube channels. He's got a YouTube channel himself. Uh, shot mechanics where he's got over a million subscribers um, i'm told that he's actually a celebrity in the philippines and so i had to take a picture and send it to my cousins um and uh really really smart guy um he he uses uscreen actually he's uh yeah he's got his membership pro class on uscreen um and he's got some more more things that's also coming down to pipes that's going to be on uscreen as well um yeah and so you know we got to hang out with the folks at Genius Link. They threw down a, a really fun pizza party <laughs> that we uh, went to. Um, I'm just scrolling here. There's so much to learn. Um, I'm just going to so, sort of shout out some names. Logan Yuri, U-R-Y, Logan Yuri. She did a, um, she did a really cool talk um, on how she turned her newsletter into an intimate community. Really interesting. You know, um, you know, again, community is everywhere. Community for me is more of a, a destination, but she shared uh, a strategy that she uses for herself, for her business, where she uses the newsletter, her newsletter as the community, which is an interesting concept. Um, and I won't go too deep into this particular strategy here. Um, if you guys want to learn about it, I actually may... I'd love to have your Logan join me on the podcast and actually share her strategy with you. Uh, but definitely look her up. Logan Yuri, U-R-Y. Okay. So Logan Yuri. 
Um, and let me find one more that I had in mind I wanted to share with you before we left today. Um, to do, to do, to do. Oh, okay. It's from Logan. Okay. I want to share this from with you. Um, it's the value of showcasing your customers as the hero of your brand. I know that's kind of a mouthful. What I mean by that is Logan had a quote where she said, if you're the expert, you have the knowledge, but you're not relatable. Really interesting thought. Um, and it kind of makes it, it makes sense to me actually you know if you're the expert you do have the knowledge but you're not relatable because you're you're either um so far above in terms of experience and and clout and knowledge um whatever the metric is revenue income you know you're 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 like so up there that sometimes you're not relatable um and so it's important to share stories to have your your customers share your story so testimonials right case studies right success stories sharing customer highlights is really important i think and so just a really good reminder for those of you that are building you know programs whether it's consulting whether it's coaching whether it's memberships courses to always remember that um the uh what you can do, like your knowledge, your success, how you help people is always going to be more impactful when it comes from somebody else's mouth, <laughs> right? It just will be, right? It'll just be like more believable. It'll be more impactful. It'll just hit different when it comes from somebody else. When I say, hey, you know, Justin Moore, man, he is the guy when it comes to sponsorships. You know, you want to learn anything about sponsorships? Justin Moore is your guy, right? Um, you know. Uh, you know, email newsletters, man, you got to go to Nathan Barry. He's the guy. I mean, if Nathan told you he was the email newsletter guy, uh, you'd probably believe him anyway. <laughs> but, you know, you know what I mean? You get you get the, the, the point there. So if you have a program, if you have coaching, ask people for testimonials and use that in your marketing. Get permission, but use that in your marketing, right? It's going to go a long way. It's going to go a lot further than than your own words, right? It'll just reach more people. It'll be, um, and it will uh, be more convincing, right? You know, when it comes to conversions and all that stuff, it's just going to work way better. So um, that's all I got for you guys today. I want to share as much as I can from this conference, but I feel like this was a two or three day conference. And so I can't really, you know, I try to sum it up in 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, and, <laughs> you know, I, I probably... Didn't do the best job there, but I wanted to just share even just a few of the golden nuggets that I shared that I that I got to pick up there with you. Um, yeah, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Again, quick reminder: um, if you are here, then make sure you download a or get a copy of the Art of Launching a Profitable Membership. Go to subscribepage.io/slash/membership-guide or go to the link in the show notes. All right, thanks for hanging out with me today. In this episode, God bless you guys, and I'll see you in the next one. Take care.